0: ma 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 pa pa ma ma ma
1: head here, your hand la black plastic Mutiny A, spool, a, thread, a penny for
0: a needle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Johnny's got the whoop and cough, and Jenny's got the measles. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. All around the cobbler's bench, the monkey chased the weasel. The monkey thought was all in fun. Pop goes the weasel. I've no time to wait or sigh. No say goodbye. Pop goes the weasel. All around the chicken coop ran the little weasel. The monkey thought he had him when pop.
1: but soft and sweet and dreamy. Carl.
2: Follow me now.
3: With Mike Michael Spiegelman.
4: Welcome to LWAFLM OIT. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl.
2: Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How are you? Good to see you. It's been a full to- week.
4: It's been a full week. It's another Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's five o'clock Carl time, uh, New Jersey time uh, here on mutinyradio.fm, where we stream all every Sunday at 2 p.m. And you can check us out by going to mutinyradio.fm and you'll find a uh, listen now button. You can press it and a Sunday at two, you can listen to us now. Maybe you want to check out our archives. Well, you could just go, we're listed. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube and you can find all our episodes from the last five years. Man, uh, we do it every Sunday. And we also, the, you should check out the lineup on uh, Me Radio while you're on their site. Uh, the, what's really happening with Luke uh, Sayers before us. We love that show. And we also love a lot of other great shows, including Monday and Fridays. They have live stand-up comedy, open mics, and sh- showcases. You can listen to it. You can subscribe to their podcast. You could also go to the station, and uh, it is compliant. And uh, check out the show. Also, Carl, I should say we, we're a podcast. Mm-hmm. We're L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's unique enough.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: And you can find us on Apple iTunes. Apple iTunes, not Microsoft iTunes. I don't want to confuse anybody. And while you're there, don't leave leave a review. Remember that? Leave a review on iTunes is very important. It's really important to leave a review on iTunes.
3: Oh, oh.
4: damn. Listen, don't have my brother be the only one who left a comment about our uh, our show. (laughs)
2: did you go to proudly resents and leave a comment
4: i i might have back in the day <laughs> my brother's podcast this is a great show have you ever done that carl as a performer uh left a good compliment about a show and on, on yelp or something like nope. scotty's is such a great showcase i really love the host oh if i could fuck that guy what's his name carl good idea i should i'm not carl <laughs> 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 very suspicious Well, you can always tell that you you would look at these services and they'll say like, oh, this is such a great showcase. It's San Francisco's finest. And it's signed (laughs) San Francisco comic.
3: (laughs) Danny Deutchy.
4: Oh, I love Danny Deutchy. It's so great. Signed Mike Spiegelman.
2: (laughs) Signed Hatch.
4: Hatch. Uh, Well, I think that's all the comedians we know for San Francisco. We're going to go ahead. And uh, so we're very excited. We are going to, as our acronym uh, describes, going to watch a full length movie with you on YouTube uh, in its entirety. And we're really excited because it's January 2022 Mm -hmm. and the new year has started. And every year now, uh, movies become public domain from 75 years ago. And that's 1926. So we're making a big assumption. We're assuming this movie is available. I can make my own DVD copy and sell it to you, Carl. And there's nothing this guy can do about it. <laughs> that's so, right, cop. Yeah, copper. So I we're going to watch.
2: You're and me, cop.
4: Hey, buddy, I'm here. You were selling Ulysses by James Joyce. Jokes on you, copper. It's been in public domain for two years.
3: <laughs> uh,
4: now, so I think Finnegan's Wake is now in the public domain, huh?
3: Google it.
4: Google that. Or no, go to Mike and order your own copy of Mike Spiegelman edition of The Pickens Wake by James Joyce. Car- or, uh, dense, fool's I edited it. <laughs> right, fool's luck. So uh last week uh we watched The General from Buster yeah King, now in the public domain. What a great movie, what a great chaotic villain. movie. Great research. Uh this week, uh today's episode, I'm going to uh Present host. Uh, I did some research on a on a movie, an hour long movie, and Carl also uh, did some research on a fifteen minute short. But don't worry; these are both comedies, both stars of the day. Uh Carl, what is our movie, our feature length movie? Okay, today? the
2: first one we will watch is Tramp, comma Tramp, comma Tramp, and the that's what you put in YouTube search engine: Tramp, comma Tramp, comma Tramp. Yes, you can copy paste. I don't know why you even asked that. Of course you can. It's not my call. Am I working your keyboard? What's the channel like?
4: Well, I I have to say there's very few pleasures in my life, like typing the word tramp three times, manually three times in a row. The channel is Cinemax 24K. Oh, Cinemax, huh? 24K. 24K. Whoa, that's six times more than regular Cinemax 4K. Cinemax 4K. So go ahead, type in, as Carl said, tramp, comma, tramp, comma, tramp, 1926, You know, Uh, I've
2: typed that so often that I just bought myself one of those tramp stamps.
4: Oh, yeah, it makes it a lot quicker.
2: Tramp, tramp, tramp,
3: enter.
4: (laughs) We got the tramp stamp joke out even before this movie happened. Uh, So we want you to go ahead and find that link, click it, hit pause, move the timer bar to the far most left position. Just move it to the left. And then uh, at the count of go, we go ahead and click the uh, play button and watch the movie with us. We don't do the countdown. We have a celebrity comedian countdown. Carl had the opportunity to talk about him. We're going to hear a little about the performer. And then that that celebrity comedian will do the countdown. Carl, take it away. Welcome to Celebrity Comedian Countdown with special host, Mike Spiegelman. Hi, how are you? I'm really excited. Our special comedian countdown is not from New Jersey. He's here in Los Angeles. Miguel Fierro, welcome to the show.
5: What's up, Mike? Hey, it's good to hear from... Uh, Miguel and I are, we've known each other for like 15 years at least, at least. A l- longer than that, I think, actually, since probably about 2002.
4: Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah holy shit so this we are in 2022 right now so about 20 <laughs> years uh we so let me let me uh, just introduce you uh miguel fierro is a really funny comedian uh here in los angeles he was part of the san francisco scene uh back in the day and he's also a single cell orchestra let's let the cat out of the bag probably one of the great uh, ambient house bands uh, out there Uh, and actually, you know, I just want to say like, when I started doing comedy in San Francisco, there was a club called cat's grill on Folsom and, uh, Mimi Gonzalez had women with balls and they let me perform. And it was right before the ambient night at cat's grill. So the back room would have like balloons and inflatable pyramids. And then, uh, they would have DJs play. It was
5: amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I remember they used to do it. Yeah. They used to do an ambient thing back there. I can't remember what it was called, but I'm, I do. I think I've, I think I actually played it like a long time ago um, at the Cat Club. Yeah,
4: yeah, the Cat Club, right? Cat Club, and then it became Cat's Grill, and now it's uh, an empty space, probably. No, it's. Pro- <laughs> I think maybe a condo. Uh, but let's. Uh, so you started with music first or stand up? Music, yeah, yeah. Since I was a kid, really. And uh, now you you were born in San Francisco, right? Native.
5: I, I was literally born in San Francisco. Yeah, on Geary Street at a French hospital it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but I was raised in Marin County and then I moved back to the city, you know, when I was older.
3: Yeah. Oh,
4: terrific. Yeah. And so you were part of that San Francisco, like the 90s. I love ambient house music. It saved my life. I just love listening to it and go to sleep to it and just kind of intensely listen to it and, and just dance to it and everything. And it was a good scene that you were part of, you know, Jonas Sharp, I guess. And oh, yeah, uh,
5: yeah.
4: Uh, I had a Charles Iselle Edwards album he did on Facts, which was pretty mm-hmm. neat.
5: Yeah, yeah. I'm still friends with, I still talk to Jonah. I mean, I still keep in touch with him. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Great guy, huge influence. And, uh, you know, we just love to talk shop and all kinds of other stuff. We've known been friends for a long time. So, yeah.
4: You know, see, influence, I have to say the Dead Event Dead, uh, 7 is like one of my favorite albums. And I, like an idiot, I sold it back in the, when I was burning through
5: CDs. And uh, I've always regretted that. I'll send you a new one. I I have, I have some.
4: (laughs) All right. Fair enough. It's, uh, I listen to it on uh, YouTube occasionally and, uh, I don't think it's in the right order, but, uh, it's just, it's amazing stuff. So if people are listening, single cell orchestra, don't let the pun bother you. You listen to 808 state, you can listen to single cell orchestra, uh, and dead vault. And then you had a freaky chakra album. That was pretty cool.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Freaky chakra versus single cell orchestra, uh, on Astroworks, uh, yeah. We used to play live together, Dom and I, and uh, yeah, so they, you know, it, it was fun and we got a good response, toured with Moby, a bunch of people. And so they decided to do an album and uh, yeah, so that's the album we put out. Uh, yeah. It's really good. Now, so where, where did you perform live in San Francisco? I mean, all over the place. The biggest one was at the Warfield, you know, that was, you know uh, that was opening up for Moby uh, and wow, that, that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it- I mean, you know, Clubs, raves, I mean, warehouses, you name it. So I
4: saw uh, Mixmaster Morris and Pete Namlook perform at uh, King Street Garage at like 3 in the morning. It was the start time.
5: Yeah, I was there. I, I you was were? There. Yeah, I was there.
4: Oh my God, what an amazing... I woke up. I woke up to, to Namlook's music, and I got his album of that performance, and I could tell you exactly when I woke up when I listened to that album.
5: Yeah, a poor, yeah. Uh, unfortunately passed away, but uh, Mixmaster Morris he's still doing his thing. You know, he's still is still still uh, DJing. He's got he, if you go on uh, what is that that Mixcloud thing? He's, he's like he's got a million mixes up there. So definitely check that out.
4: I'll ch- I'll check it out for sure. I heard a recent album of his, and I really I really he still has it. Uh, we should mention you're you're on Bandcamp, you're on Spotify, you are on Amazon Music.
5: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Single yeah. Cell Orchestra. Uh, I've got a bunch of stuff up there. And, you know, my band camp is under my name. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, all, pretty much everything else is up there, Seldom Records, so, yeah.
4: And that's C-L-L-D-O-M, because God forbid we'd need another pun.
5: C-E-L-L-D-O-M, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, well, that's very cool. So, at one point, why did you go from music to stand-up? What was the uh, – do you do – I mean, can you tell me, like, how do you approach the audiences when you do music and do stand-up?
5: Um, well, with, what happened was, was that, you know, I – I think in you know my mid twenties, I sort of just burned out on trying to be like a, a rock star a musician guy, and uh, and so I got into acting because I just was following my passions, and uh, and then that led to stand up, uh, and then this, and then actually the real catalyst for stand up was somehow nine eleven. I think that was the thing where I was like I'd been booked to do something kind of like a spoken word thing for like the rave crowd, and nine eleven happened, and I just came up with all this. It's just, you know, all this reaction of, you know, of just trying to find a way to have a good time and all that just depressing stuff. And, uh, and so, so yeah, the stand-up came out of it. And then it was just, you know, and then I just fell in love with it. I just fell in love with stand-up. It's just, you know, the, the freedom and the and the, the whole thing of just, you know, making people laugh, having a good time. I mean, I just always, you know, I used to love to sit in the back of the punchline and just and just you know, watch everybody you and you know the whole the whole crew that was a you're, long time like, ago you're like a, you're like a class above me you know and uh you know uh, and, if i
4: was if i was at the punchline that was a long time ago
5: yeah that was yeah that was, it was a very long time ago and uh and it just i just remember always feeling like you know if you can if you can laugh at something then you, you can face it and you can deal with it and so you know not to get too corny about it but it seemed like a good way to to have fun and also kind of just sort of maintain some kind of healing life force in my life, you know? Um,
4: Absolutely. You know, I should mention, like, I've seen you perform uh, like showcases and knock it out of the park. And then when we were doing like open mics in San Francisco, you experimented. I mean, there was one time you were yelling, one time you were, you were like, you were
5: fearless. I was pretty crazy back then. Yeah. (laughs) I was, I was, I had a lot of anger, Mike. I worked through it.
4: Oh yeah, yeah no, I was in the room. I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: I was loud. I was, I was a loud. I, I went, I went through that phase. I went yeah. through, through many, several phases. <laughs>
4: but to your credit, like when we did showcases, you you brought out the material. Like you, you knew when to to experiment and when to kind of present the show. Like it was good.
5: Oh, thanks, thank, thanks, man, thanks. Well, you, I was always a big fan of yours, and you know, I, I always thought you were you were hilarious and. You know so i you know i just want to give you some props because yeah you're always you're always one of the guys who made me laugh so you know I, I do appreciate you man
4: oh i appreciate that too and i hope carl hears this um tell me about los angeles actually so
5: you, you had a joke about i uh, was i was at my favorite taqueria uh jack in the box right that was that was that was uh-huh. that's cool yeah. baby that's cool <laughs> getting
4: the monster taco and they didn't they didn't have it let me go so yeah i had asked oh. if they had something comparable and she kicked me in my stomach
5: do you st- oh, right. Do you still do that bit? Do you still do you still do you still ever bring that one out?
4: If I'm next to a Jack in the Box, like if I'm performing <laughs> at a bar, there was a bar on Geary that's next to a Jack and a famous Jack in a Box, and I bring that out. And it it really depends on the mood. Like I, I try to avoid the old material uh, when I was performing because I don't know. You get it gets kind of dismissive. Like people are like, oh, you did that one, but right. you know it's a combination. You when the moment hits and it's right, you can do it. But
5: I know uh, I, I know the exact Jack in the Box you're talking about. Actually, so, yeah. yeah.
4: That's an infamous one, the one next to uh, the one on the uh, avenues,
5: right? Yeah, like on 10th. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's 24 hours and there's no lock. And, you know, things are bad when you turn on the news and you see that jack in the box, like the video inside. You're like, uh oh.
5: Because
4: yeah, it got into like people <laughs> would beat each other up in there. Uh, i think nothing, someone got killed there
5: nothing good ever happens in a jack-in-the-box you no. know that's why i use the drive-through but um, <laughs> yeah don't go inside <laughs> the inside the inside of a jack-in-the-box is just like it's like yeah it's like if uh, if uh uh jerry springer or some or some you know was a was it was a fast food you know
4: i i blame the architecture those buildings are smaller than normal restaurant buildings like they look like a toy when you Dude, when someone, you see somebody,
5: them someone needs to do a mic in one of those things you know what i mean what's up what's up you know, <laughs> you know? hey what's up jack what's up up homeless people let's party you know what i mean in here for warmth let's party yeah i would
4: i would dress up as jack and then host the show and then i would try to do a jack voice which i don't think
5: i can do you no, know, they do have the best curly fries, so I got to give them that. So. Oh yeah, no, they're great, man. They're
4: great for vegetarians. Horrible junk food for vegetarians. <laughs> so tell me, so let me. I now that I'm in Los Angeles, I want to catch up. Like, what's your experience in Los Angeles? How how's performing stand up? You've been doing a lot of shows, a lot of outside shows during the pandemic, producing and and performing.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, did, did did a few of them. Did, for a while, I was doing one out there in L.A. Uh, uh historic park down there by Chinatown that that was pretty fun I I kind of had to had to sort of bail on that though because I I just had my schedule didn't really sort of you know work with having a, a show on a Monday afternoon I,
4: I really now. enjoyed that was my first live show in, in Los Angeles and uh it was great it was a lot of fun you and Groper was great uh groupman uh Adam Adam actually turned to me he goes you want to run this show <laughs>
5: that's, hilarious. that's
4: hilarious I was like wow I just been in, Sa- in Los Angeles for like two weeks yeah about- but I, I don't. Uh, I would have had to take the bus, and I didn't have a mic, so I didn't follow up. Yeah,
5: yeah. It's a you know, it's it's a it's a challenge running a room. Um, I, I did I did a I did a, I ran a room for about nine years uh, at the USA Hollywood Hostel, which was really fun. Um, That's a
4: great room. I've been there.
5: Yeah, yeah. And and we ran it. We ran it, and you know, uh, you know, for you know, I say for nine years, and then and then. And then they kind of got some new management that was not as comedy friendly. And, you know, so. that's a
4: real shame because that, that room has been going on for a while. I got I got uh, put into my place. Uh, I was with a comic and I was talking to a comic and another comic said, are you guys comics? We said, yeah. And they're like, well, can you be quiet as a comic performing? And I went, oh,
5: <laughs> whoa, shit. That's hilarious. Um In my mind. Yeah, and I mean I've run a few other rooms and stuff like that. You know, LA is it's fun. It's what you make it. It's a bigger world down here, obviously, than than San Francisco. Uh, and I miss that about San Francisco actually, because in San Francisco it was just a kind of at least when I was there there was just kind of a few places that. People hung out. Everybody kind of knew each other. You kind of knew, you know, who was who was funny and stuff. <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> you know, and and yeah, yeah, sure. You have your East Bay comics, and you know, but all the ones that are sort of really going for it, you would you would see, you know, mostly, uh, mostly, not 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 entirely, but mostly, you know. Whereas here in L.A., it's just sort of like, I mean, there's just so many little subsets of comics. You know, you've got your East Side, West Side. You've got your Valley comics. You've got your, you know, oh, your, Valley comics. You, you know, you've got your your. You know, uh, S- Silver Lake kids. You know what I mean. There's just so many different, you know, places. But it, I, I mean, to be honest, it's changed. Probably, I mean, I don't really, I haven't really been out there on the landscape as much because of the pandemic. I've really, yeah. That's kind of put the kibosh on a lot of, you know, a lot of the rooms that I probably would be hanging out in these days. Cause, was
4: that a blessing? The pandemic, the ability just the ability you had to stop for a while.
5: Uh, not for the comedy. No, it was a blessing for the music because. Being home so much, I just got super into production, and the new music I'm making is just—it's like next level, so much better. I mean, I I love everything I've done up until now, but I feel like I've taken that to an, a next level thing because just so much time at home, you know, and and uh, you know, really embracing different technology and it's a lot better, a lot lot better. I'll I'll send you some stuff, but uh, yeah, well, but let, time-
4: let our let our audience know, like your Bandcamp, is Single Cell Orchestra. The new a- album is Remember the Future.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
4: yeah. And uh, people should definitely subscribe to it. And and before we get going, um, you recently DJed uh, during the pandemic. How was that?
5: Well, I actually actually did a. I've done a couple. I did a live show, uh, and that that was really fun. Actually, that was uh, uh, these guys threw that in this warehouse. That was actually back in like the beginning of the vaccine, the early vaccination period, where it was like you know you get after you got you know it was sort of assumed after you got two shots then you know life is back to normal for you buddy you know yeah uh, you know and i guess you, you know we we're a bit wrong it was kind of crazy to be in a room with like two 200 people or 300 people or however many it was uh when nobody was wearing a mask because you had to show your vaccination card um uh you know so it was it was kind of weird it was but you know ended up being fine and uh yeah had, had, a, had a great had a great time I mean I've, I've also been sort of working on that over the last few years my, my live show is is a lot a lot more organic it's a lot more hands-on you know uh, drum machines and all that kind of stuff it's a lot of fun so uh, sounds good looking forward to doing more of that too yeah
4: so check out Miguel Fierro in Los Angeles as a performer single cell orchestra is online it's on your Spotify check it out any album is good but with the new one is uh, remember the future and the, the Mike speaking one favorite that vent seven is really cool. Uh, and, and also I have to say like the San Francisco Ambiance scene, the record labels, it was cool. Like all the different kinds of bands and stuff like that. I, I thought there was like a real scene going on.
5: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was totally, it was fun, man. It was a, it was a special time. A lot of great music came out of that whole time. You know, San Francisco was definitely regarded as, you know, one of, one of the, you know, cooler places for electronic music to be coming out of in the 90s now it's just everywhere i mean right. it's just every because also too it's like you know you buy a computer and you've got enough technology just in your you know computer that it, that it comes with You know, that you've got it. you've, most people buy a computer. Now they, now they actually have a studio, you know, when I was, when I was a kid, you know, you had a, you know, I worked at a coffee shop and, you know, we saved $2,000 for a sampler. You know what I mean? You you try that now, kids, you know?
4: Oh, if these computers coming out had like a podcast feature, Carl and I are fucked. (laughs) So, well, cool. I'm so glad to be talking with you and I was really happy to see you again when I moved out here and,
5: uh, yeah, uh,
4: yeah. So we we uh, have an audience. We have a movie line queued up. We want you to do our celebrity comedian countdown and and let them know when they could hit play.
5: Are you are you ready, Miguel? I'm ready. All right, three, two, one.
4: That was a really interesting comedian countdown. That was excellent. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. All right, here we go. Harry. get done
2: oh look they had a tramp stamp because that was manual
4: oh yeah here we go tramp 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 i'm gonna lower the music uh have you ever heard so harry langdon plays harry logan harry logan sounds like a show business name harry langdon was a show business star with a weird name and a weird act carl Uh look at that joan crawford's in this movie huh Well, let's kick it off. There's only the title card for these early movies. We start off in the fictitious town of Burton, Massachusetts, where there's a, uh, as you can tell, we start off, uh, which Mm -hmm. is owned by John Burton, rich family. They own the Burton shoes. He's so rich, he put his daughter on this poster. which, (laughs) And they're like, guys are walking around like, I need a pair of shoes. And they see the daughter, they're like, hot dog. (laughs) And uh, so... He is going to, he needs a gimmick. My PlayStation is acting. All right. Yeah, they're crushing the competition, especially in the world of shoe manufacturing in the town of Burton, <laughs> Massachusetts. Meanwhile, at Amos Logan and his son handmade shoes, Burton, Massachusetts store. And look at that boot out there. See? The
2: little competition.
4: Yeah. So by the way, our star, Harry Langdon, who's considered huge, he was born in 1880.
2: He really looked like FDR just then.
4: Well, look what's between his leg uh, between his legs, Carl. He has like a little shoe uh, stomp in right. the middle. Yeah, so he can mend shoes on there. Okay, here comes the landlord. He's gonna classic, right? He's like he needs the rent when Carl, but three months. Don't you hate that? <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be landlord porn, where the old man is going to have sex with the landlord so he can delay paying the uh
2: uh-huh.
4: uh rent. That's you know, really which is disguised, due. it's. Usually my landlord will say, "Speaking when the rents due in like two hours." I've never once had him say, "By the way, you got three months, three whole months to pay me <laughs> rent."
2: Because <laughs> they had to travel, like by stagecoach and bullshit.
4: That's amazing. All right, so this is a uh, Harry. Harry Langdon is a movie star. He uh, he was a vaudevillian. He's going to show up in a sec. And right now he's at the height peak of his uh, popularity, and he's considered like you know, there's Chaplin, there's Keytone that's <laughs> that right uh there's uh harold lloyd white guy there's uh,
2: Fatty arbuckle
4: Fatty arbuckle was huge back then
3: yeah
4: so he he had a full like it wasn't as bad as fatty but uh he this was this is the first movie he did in 1926 mm-hmm. 27 and uh 27 right
2: no 26
4: 26 he also did a movie. He's an interesting guy because he was a vaudevillian. He's, he did medicine shows and stuff like that when he was 12. He did minstrel. He dressed did blackface. And he met his wife, Rose, and, and they married in 03, and they had an act. And he used to do, I guess, called Johnny's New Car, according to Wikipedia. Uh-huh. There, uh, there it is, Joan. So it's so crazy. La la la. The dad's saying, listen, this factory in, in town is killing us, and we got to get rented three months or we're doomed. Then across the street is a billboard for that very factory, and he's like, oh, "I can't wait to jerk off to this billboard later." Like they don't stop and say, "That's the final insult."
2: <laughs> so he's in love with the bad guy's daughter.
4: That's exactly right. Uh, and he needs money in three months. He's yeah, got to get the rent deadline. Yeah. So he uh, and he's going to have like there's some funny placards. I'm waiting for it to show up. Actually. But, you know, this, this, so he had a pavilion that He would do the same bit, like, for 20 years. According to what
2: I, I went to a Halloween party as a placard once. My face was the placard. Like, my face was in the middle. <clears throat> and then the, the the rectangle was around me, you know. Uh, and people were, like, shaming me for being in plaque face.
4: Yeah, it was very controversial. At the time, I'm sure you thought it was funny being in plaque face. <laughs> okay, he's, I'm going to get the money in three months if it takes me a year. Now, this is actually really uh, clever fun. writing. Well, check out the next placard. So here he is. This guy is like John C. Riley. Not John C. Riley. Like, he's off. He's like Zach Galifianakis humor. Like, he does the opposite of what you expect.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
4: he's going to go out and get the money. So he immediately walks out and he's completely perplexed.
3: Sure. He,
4: he can't even walk. And here, here we go. <coughs> now they take the primrose path or the easiest way. I love that. Usually you take the hell. You know, the terrible, the hardest path or the paths thrown in hell. And this one's like,
5: do you want I'm the one with roses or the easiest guy.
4: one? So here's the landlord. He's like, hey, by the way, well, clean my shoe, which is very common in Burton, Massachusetts. Burton.
2: <laughs> Burton. <laughs> Buster Burton.
4: Buster Curtin. Right. Buster Curtin. Can- no, I don't get this. Like, so he takes the bags, he's helping the landlord.
2: Yeah, like, why would he kiss the landlord's butt? But okay, he's a yeah. nice
4: person and goofy. He, uh, he, he went in, so by the time in 1923, he went to Hollywood and he talked to Hal Roach, you know, the Hal Roach Studios, but it didn't work out. He worked for uh, a company and then... Um, he started working for Max Sennett for the Keystone and he created this character and Frank Kappa and this director, Harry Edwards, and another mm-hmm. man like help work that check out this deal. They have a promotion to sell shoes. They're going to have people walk from Burden, Massachusetts to Burden, California, wearing Burden's factory shoes.
2: For free or something like as a promotion?
4: Yeah, and whoever wins gets twenty five. No, it's twenty five thousand dollars on stage.
2: Oh, okay. So you have to buy our shoes and you have to walk it. And if you, no, they're win, like, we give you money.
4: They're like, hey, people, it's a great promotion. People are here. At the barbecue. Let's look at that Did barbecue.
2: See that? That was a cow. Like the whole cow.
4: Well what's really funny, they said, here's our promotion. We're gonna do a cross country walk and everyone out here is just, is here to, to to send them off or here for the barbecue. And they show the they walk out the window, they look outside and they cut to the barbecue. Like they looked at the people and then they looked at the barbecue. So here's the dart. Look at that. You know they had to like draw paint that in, in the background. That factory. Yeah. Okay, so here we are, we have all the onlookers. They're not waiting and there's no microphones back in the day. So they use that mic, that, uh, megaphone, bullhorn. Yeah, bullhorn, I know. And the crowd's like, we want more barbecue. (laughs) I'm here for the barbecue. So these are all the famous walkers in a countrywide walking competition. (laughs)
2: <laughs> goodness there is such a thing in 1926 you know it's like a different culture it's like a, a different country they speak english but they have their own it's not just a different time it's a different america
4: okay so Cargus, the uh by the way his name is Cargas. he is not only their evil landlord he's the world famous walker
2: he is coincidentally
4: yeah right and that's where he's leading uh harry right now he's asking him to take the bags but harry can't he can't get past that billboard because of the girl yeah look he's like come on check it out i mean imagine you're watching this as like a if he's will ferrell or like what, you what's know, the big deal what, what is it what is it i gotta walk in competition i gotta walk across country that one but yeah it says nothing oh there we go yeah he's like check her out i jerk off to that picture i'm so crazy i've been creeping that picture for months they're closing my dad's store but i don't care they're billboards across the street
2: so wait so our enemy is going to
4: compete in the walk that's right for and King
2: of goofy offered to carry his bags he'll be competing in the walk as well
4: yeah you know this guy just walked out of the place <laughs> the landlord was outside said you know hey clean my shine my shoes and carry my bags and uh, he's a man child, you know. But he—he's uh, not like an angry man child. He's kind of just uh-huh. like a, a wistful, naive, like uh-huh. very introverted. It's a deadpan style because, like, he just does the opposite of what you expect, especially in a silent movie where the, things seem to be really exaggerated. Like, he's going to help him rock out
3: here. I rock.
4: rock. See, for a world class walker, he's such a little whiny jerk. Right, like he has a cane, so he's and he's clearing
2: ha- the way from the rock. Yeah,
4: yeah, he's kicking the rocks.
2: Boy, is he a prince?
4: Yeah, right. Make way, prince coming <laughs>
2: through. <laughs>
4: no, just, I think you're a couple seconds ahead of me. Uh, he just okay. I
2: guess I am. Hat is going on.
4: I, I'm at nine twenty-five. Okay. I'm at nine thirty. Okay. Yeah, I'm at nine.
2: No, I'm. You're ahead of me.
4: Oh, I, I'm 933.
2: Yeah, you're like two seconds ahead. It's
4: fine. Okay. All right, great. Funny, Perfect. It, oh,
2: you were yeah. right, though, that I was, it's winter in one place and summer in another. No, it's just, no, bad, it's just
4: overexposed. Out, yeah. You know? Other copies on YouTube were, were sometimes better, but sometimes worse, but I, I prefer this one. This one was was to, uh, put Where in comes last the year.
2: Champion Walker of the world, yeah, yeah. And then he okay. walks in.
4: And, and, oh, I'm so fucking bloated from barbecue. I'll, I, I'm so amazing to meet you, man. I don't know if it's the meat I've been eating and the free beer, but whoa. Can we do a selfie. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take an hour. Oh, and they, they can't wait. And there's of course Billboard Girl. I didn't look up any information about Joan Crawford. You know, I don't think now is the time, but this is definitely in the 20s, like one of her early movies. Mm-hmm. We should find a better movie Joan with Joan
2: Crawford, Crawford. The Joan Crawford I know?
4: The Joan Crawford we all know. Mommy Dearest Joan Crawford? Goodness,
2: I got to see her face again. She's that hottie. Imagine you married her and then she was like, no fucking wires, fucking hangers.
4: Uh-huh, you're like, Ever? oh, I wanted the tramp, tramp, tramp. <laughs> I thought I married a trap trap tramp. Get off of me, you goof! You're yeah. a bro. He look at that deadpan. <laughs> all right, you let me never That's see you again. offered my goodness. Oh my God, where my are face
2: you? Face is all bleached out. I can't overexposed. You've been saying so I can't really get a good. Right. So long, sucker. <laughs>
4: All right, well, off and they go.
2: He'll say, I'll compete in that walk myself.
4: Well, you know, it's the moment has gone. I don't know. Like, he, like he's, he's like a kid. He doesn't know how to react. <laughs> oh, darn. Shucks. This doesn't process. But she, she kind of, it's interesting because this movie is like, oh, I, I'm obsessed by this woman and she'll become my sweetheart and we'll have a child together. And that's always kind of creepy, but. She falls Why for him do you a bit. It's creepy. Because it's
2: biology not... making you want to have a baby.
4: Right? right. But he's like totally obsessed by her. But she kind of falls for him. Uh, I'm at 1202. Okay.
2: I'll just start telling you seconds. Yeah. 12 and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So now I'm behind you.
4: No, you're good. We're we're all together. I was waiting okay. for you to say eight. All right. <clears throat> So yeah, so he's he says screw it. I need to unwind. I'm going to go mentally undress the oh, hello,
2: Billboard. hello, beautiful.
4: Ah, so what? Yeah, so that's like probably the closest to a reaction shot he does, right? Like, usually he just he doesn't do the like. Wah! He uh he, he he struck it big. So he did this movie, and then the writer Frank Capra directed his first movie this year with him called The Strong Man. Uh-huh. The,
2: Frank Capra. Uh, Frank, the Capra.
4: Him? Frank Frank Capra. Maybe you heard of him?
2: Yes. I've heard of him as an author. He was a director?
3: Yeah,
4: he directed a movie called um, It's a Wonderful Life. Big, big flop <laughs> at the time. And then it went into the public domain. And then uh, uh, because it was that Christmas. Movie. He did the Billy Jack prequel, uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington with Jimmy Stewart.
2: That's a great uh for its time it was a great film
4: i don't know it was missing billy jack billy jack goes to washington <laughs> on the other hand now that's a Goes to washington movie so he uh so they, they met at uh keystone studios and he said screw it he you know harry, this guy's very ambitious harry langdon so he said i'm going to create my own company harry langdon pictures and make my own movies and he took uh, Harry Edwards and he took Capra and he took another writer and they, they left uh, Keystone and they made a deal. Same guy who ran the first production company he was with this with first national pictures. Did you see that bank like name in the opening credit? Yeah. Yeah. So they made a deal. You will give us four movies from your Harry Langdon studios or what have you. And this was the first one and it was a hit. Okay. So that's the application for him. She wants him. She feels bad. He wants him to join the competition. So sign here. Yes, Joel? sweetie
2: oh, join! Oh, he could maybe be a double as a spy. A uh,
4: no, not I mean, even. She just, she just, you know, thinks he wants to give him a chance because uh, she feels anyone could join.
2: Okay. Oh, the walk. Register for the walk.
4: Right. This is like the running walking man, and this is like uh, we okay. had the cannibal run we saw where we could, they drive cross country. They're gonna. He's gonna walk from Massachusetts to California.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: my God, Oh my God!
4: To promote a pair of shoes. Oh my God, Which by the way, falls apart halfway through the race room. Yeah, I to... really
2: like to go in my walks.
4: But the thing is,
2: like, if I get to like seven miles, I'm like, okay, <laughs>
4: right. Once <laughs> 10, once my pedometer says ten thousand steps, I'm done. so
2: i I also, not recently, but in the past, I would like do a ten mile on the weekend, like in twenty fifteen or something. I'm and walking? Like, uh, It would knock your ass. Yeah, like in a hike and shit. It would, you would be great during a lot, of, but at the way end, you're in your ass dragging only two more miles. Fuck.
4: He's writing a note to his dad. He's like, don't worry about the rent due in three months. I have a surefire way to get 25 grand. I tell all I got to do is walk to California. P.S. Did I mention I jerk off to that billboard girl? <laughs> Oh, better get Ma's wedding cock ring out of s- stock. Hawk, hawk! That—that I, I, that I actually. Out of hawk. Yeah, I've watched this movie a few times, actually, Carl. And uh, I thought it was Sit Hawk the second time. All right, so this is only an hour movie, and the whole premise is a race. So, how much running time do you think it's devoted to the actual race? <laughs> uh, it's
2: like I was expecting the whole film. They still haven't walked.
4: This is the night before and the hotel's overbooked. And see, there's the the car gas.
2: Will you share your room?
4: Right? It's the 20s.
2: Fuck that.
4: That What happened to
2: me in Texas? They were like, do you want a handicap access room? And I was like, no, I I don't want anyone having access to my room. Handicap or no.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, all right. I'm glad you made your point there. They don't care in Texas. So there's his room, right? I think he's a little obsessed. So he's ripped he ripped out, ripped,
2: to... ripped out all the posters along the yeah, way?
4: Yeah, like he, that's like six billboards alone.
2: You're right. He's fucking nuts. That's
4: he once went, went to Burden and got the that billboard and then West Burden.
2: Now, see, I thought he had a healthy, like, oh, I like that girl. I'm going to marry her one day and we'll have kids together and be happy. And I was like, what's wrong with that, Mike? but if he's stealing billboards
4: but, no. <laughs> but if Chris Farley did that wouldn't that be cute and endearing with uh, oh, Bubble Boy this movie reminds me of Z- Jake Hall in that in 19, like 2000 movie yeah. Bubble Boy where he has to travel cross country because he, he wants the girl he loves immunities now this this is uh, so this is the, the bad guy look at this ah Come one up more up the sleeve. Uh, don't kiss
2: the dirty outside billboard thing. Right? probably you know got that uh paper uh wallpapery and the, it was on with the glue. Okay, never mind me.
4: Nope, oops, fell apart. Now, I don't know, like do you think this would be funnier if the guy was like wide awake just waiting for him to stop? Cuz he's like Maybe. I thought it I thought his eyes were open and he was just like patiently waiting this through, but he's actually sound asleep during this. There's two things in this movie that I, I wish they changed. This is one of them. I wish he was awake, just silently riding this out until, of course, it's a complete disaster. Like a Jerry Lewis movie where the boss watches him try to sack cans. Mm-hmm. My other my other th- complaint about this movie is that his dad makes shoes. He, the competition is killing his dad's business. Competition is doing a competition where you walk in the competition's shoes and you get 25,000, which would save his dad. Yeah. He does the competition wearing, I don't know what pair of shoes he wears. I think it's his own. I don't think he's wearing burden.
2: That's ridiculous.
4: Like, I don't know. Wouldn't that make the movie better if he wore his own shoes? I don't know. Does he win the prize? Yes, he does.
2: Well then. Yeah. Yeah. That would be better.
4: But his dad's not concerned about his company or, or the competition. You'll see his dad has a really interesting uh-huh. subplot, which I don't want to reveal just yet. Okay. Here we go. Wow. Darn it. He really well, fell on that dude. That was a real fall, man.
2: Say, what do you think? What I'm do you think? Just mean trying to get to sleep. I got a big race. I got to walk.
4: Hey, He sleeps with his
2: fans. That's deplorable.
4: Oh yeah, and not professional at all. He turns the light off, of course, which starts the fan.
2: Right in front of everybody.
4: (laughs) You should at least clean up afterwards. My God, that's a lot of socks, gym socks.
2: And cut.
4: (laughs) Right, just looking at him. (laughs) (laughs) I can't sleep. I think I'm a couple seconds before you, but I don't care. You know, so there's interesting.
2: the sleep pills.
4: Right, which in 1926, this fucking must be killer heroin killer. or something. But they're shaped like aspirin. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so they were manufactured somehow.
2: Yeah, just like cocaine was. You could do any old drug you wanted before they made laws, you know?
4: Look, look how many. I mean, he gives them the whole bottle, of course. Oh, no, you fool. He doesn't like this guy. He's gonna, he, First off, they're competing, which I don't think Kirk actually realizes. W-
2: with booze.
4: <laughs> but not all the booze. Watch, he's going to reserve they're
2: it. Gonna, they're going to rule his suicide.
4: Uh-huh. I know. This movie's great. Here you go. I have this. Now,
2: sleep in the hole in your bed. Don't they have to pay the hotel?
4: <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I'm going to
3: rule you for this.
4: Now, here we go. Think of any other comedian, like think of Jim Carrey going to sleep. Yeah. This guy just does it differently. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I think that's what he's saying, right? Yeah. Can't sleep. Fire my agent. He's saying over and over again, fire my agent. Can't sleep. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, great. Carl, keep going. Carl, keep right. going. Keep dragging it out. Don't pretend you're sleepy just yet. Right. Yeah, I can't sleep. See? He's so anti in this yeah which is strange so carl he uh he kicked the he did three movies uh with capra and then he fired everybody from that crew
2: Listen, I, I, before you go on i won't interrupt too much but i just got to say wait till you see arbuckle shares his story but go
4: ahead okay well no i i know i i read a couple like books Keith's about own oh,
2: studios making his own yeah companies. oh absolutely
4: yeah, and these guys were superstars. I mean, this is 1926. He, who knows how big they are? Look, he's finally, it's finally hitting him. Uh, he, uh, he directed his own movies. He thought Capra wasn't good enough. And his movies, I haven't seen. Like, I just heard about this guy. I, I saw him and I saw his character in the movie Stan and Ollie, but I didn't realize, you know, that he had such a huge background. He, he directed a couple two of his own movies. They flopped. First National broke it up. And he went, he kind of wound up, uh, couldn't get his silent films done. But by 1928, you know, they were making talkies. And he went back to Hal Roach and they had this silent movie star who's going to do a talkie with him. And it's on YouTube. And I absolutely recommend looking for it. He's passed while he sleeps, looking for uh, Harry Langdon's first talkie. It's one of the worst fucking things, the craziest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. His voice was a little weird, like he it's kind, of new, kind of new one, got new one, little high pitch, a, a little, a little, uh, and it was weird. And then at the end, one of the characters, one of the guys, comes and talks directly to the camera and says, "Hi, I like to get out of character and welcome <laughs> Harry Langdon to Mr. Roach. Welcomes Harry Lang. This is the first talking for Hal Roach, and uh, Mr. Roach uh, looks forward to working with him. That's the end of the of the uh, thing. You have to watch it." All right, so here we have, we have all the international world it's, champion walkers. run. That's exactly right, but uh, Burt Reynolds is not there. What right? the fuck
2: did you do to my hotel?
4: This is the weird thing. Is like his buddy. I don't know who this guy is, honestly. The oh, he's he the
2: owner of the hotel?
4: Yeah, maybe. All right, so he's, oh, that makes more sense because he has to go on his own. He's like. <laughs> he's groggy. But he's alive. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty cool stuff. So, so, you know, the story goes like it's kind of a prophical, right? How, Carl, did I pronounce it right? The story? A, a, a what? A prophical where what? it's not really true, but you just say it anyway. It just kind of became the story. A fiction? A proximal, Anyway. Let's, a, proximal, a, 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 a Did Jesus use him a lot? No, no. Look That's at this it's caught in there. Anyway, so the story goes is that Capra. Oh, uh,
2: parabola, parable,
4: parab. Yeah, all right, never mind. <laughs> a
2: paragon of.
4: No, it's a procoful a proximal, a proxiful The story. Anyway, so it's that he said, you know, the story goes is that he lost it after that, and uh, they blamed the,
2: the 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 influence of sleeping pills. Is that yeah, well, he, he's
4: walking get off. Trouble? Okay. Yeah, I like the spittoon in the uh, hotel room too that he's, he used. <laughs> so here's chewing tobacco. So I, what I didn't get is that like I thought this guy came like drove a car over and said Harry you got to go, because now here comes Harry and he's in a cab. Again, this is halfway through the movie. The race is finally we saw an extended night before. Look how now, he has to wear such a uniform. Oh well, yeah, it's a checkered cab. So this guy, I don't know who this comic is. Like, he's listed, actually. I do have his name. His name is Brooks Benedict. Uh-huh. And uh, for some reason, this is, like, the longest uh, run I love like, Brooks
2: Benedict, like, with the Holland days.
4: Uh, it's a little too rich for me. You know, I, once in a while, I'll go out and have a Brooks Benedict. Uh-huh. So this whole, like, asking for change bit goes on forever. It's, and then there's a payoff that's just fucking nuts. But... Other than that, this is completely out of place. You okay, know, like.
2: Asking for. Ch- yeah, it doesn't go with the plot. He's asking for shit ch- to tip him.
4: Yeah. No, he's saying you got to pay the fare, man. Listen, you got to pay the fare, man. Oh, yeah. Let me go check. Uh, I, I have, I need, have what, no two money. bits. Hey, you want two bits? Yeah, he has no money, right? And uh, so he gets even better. Hey, man, this is my only scene in your movie. And I'm going to be. Watch, a watch, watch. crazy People are respecting Joe Crawford. They're expecting Nick Cargis. Not going to happen. I have to get my money before this movie could continue.
2: You're getting a pest. test.
4: What are you on drugs?
3: <laughs> All right.
4: <laughs> yeah, he goes back into the cab. I have a couple seconds. All right. So, yeah. So like.
2: It's funny, but it doesn't go with.
4: Yeah, we want him to get in the race. We want him to walk for Joan Crawford, you know? He uh, he divorced his wife. His wife and was together for like 20 years, and they divorced kind of around this time.
2: He's going to throw a brick at him?
3: Uh-oh. Yeah. Right.
4: All this for a quarter. It's kind of frustrating
2: his... Uh sleeves
4: right you notice he's like a child he he runs behind the guy that you know like he breaks in and then he runs behind him okay so this is all timey fighting Carl you know you gotta take your jacket off you gotta roll up your sleeves
2: yeah like in the ring
4: yeah there's a big you just you can't it. that's it that's the joke that's the we spent so the three minutes dreamed, of this, this movie because he couldn't use his arms he, he had the quarter all along if if the guy just waited he would have got his quarter he would have had his window broken
2: no it's not the guy's fault it was time to pay and he wasn't paying yeah but it's all because he couldn't reach into his own pocket okay right. so he's super late right
4: yeah right but they gotta take his photo <laughs> <laughs> he's not into it also this is a mar- <laughs> is it everyone but this is a marathon not a sprint so he doesn't have you know like you don't have to run up and get it yeah we're we're fucking floating after that barbecue. I ate so much meat I'm hallucinating. yay, burdens they ruined our town. Hello, sweetheart. Yes, I wish you the best. I'm Joan Crawford. Oh so he's
2: uh, a cell number
4: yeah, well, I don't think he's creepy or anything. Let's see what he has to say in this little note. All right, you go. I know a couple of seconds behind, but I've seen this movie a few times. So creepy. But she likes them. She actually likes them. Okay, here's the note. Not creepy at all. Let's see what it says.
2: <laughs> it's it's
4: <funny>. safe. <laughs> huh. I love you, 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 I love you.
2: Merry Christmas. Merry
4: Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, Carl. Maybe this Why time. do you
2: think that's creepy and
4: not sweet? How come she thinks it's sweet? Because there's another note attached to it saying, hey, I haven't heard you since the last note. Just want to make sure everything's okay. And then there's that's a third funny. note attached to it that's that crazy. says, oh, hi. Oh, hey, sorry. It's me, Harry. Okay, I'll, I'll write you a note later. And then there's a fifth note that goes, hey, I'm really concerned. I haven't heard you uh, write back to me from the last four notes.
2: Yeah. If I if the, if I'm not in the postmaster will leave a message.
4: Yeah. Looking winning. Oh. And then they're like the twelfth note, it's like I don't like you anyway. I thought you were stuck up the first time I met you. Then there's the thirteenth <laughs> note. Oh hey, sorry about that last note. That was really crazy of me to write that. <laughs>
2: This joke's been done before. That's why I'm not cracking up. It's good. Yeah,
4: but it doesn't make sense, Carl. They're in Massachusetts doing a, a countrywide walk. What difference does it make? What what path he takes or how fast he is?
2: What is also, that?
4: It's a coil, like an electrical coil.
2: Like on the inside of
4: a clock or something? Well, you know, there was a big pile of shoes or whatever. Oh, no, that's later. But I, I think he, like, maybe his house was like a mess. Maybe that was a piece of the fan or something, like the hotel room. Oh,
2: right, right.
4: And it got stuck in his shoe. Now,
2: isn't this cheating?
4: Yeah, I mean, it is cheating, but there's no path. You just have to get to checkpoints, different towns. And, and, check
2: oh, in. so it's not cheating. You don't have to stay on Route 80 the whole way.
4: Right. But also, as a competition, it's funny that everyone is insane except for Harry. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're pretty just taking a friendly walk, just fellow world traveler, walk, world champion walkers. You know, there's a lot of sheep in Massachusetts.
2: Who turned all these cows loose and their are sheep.
4: Yeah. I know that. Black sheep. Pretty... This is a military base. If you need any assistance, you should contact uh private keep out. Minor threat, black sheep. <laughs> oh, that's a good song. Look, it's uh hi, oh, It's private no keep, keep out. In?
2: That's so scary.
4: Carl, it's all right. It's not real life. He's long dead. He died already.
2: These are practical effects.
4: No, they kind of painted. I mean, they had to. Look at that. The camera is what he did. Okay. So maybe that's a film footage. He, uh, so when the talkies started going in force, he still found work. He got a a real crazy second career, uh, playing like second fiddles and like mostly not for television, but for like B movies, you know, the second movie would be an hour and it would only be two reels of film. They call them two reelers. So he did a bunch of like dumb two wheelers. And I actually, the research I did, Carl, because I really wasn't familiar with this guy 24 hours ago. I typed in his name and on Tubi, they have a lot of these films from the Uh forties, like 58 minutes. Uh, I saw, what did I see? Delinquent dads. or Misleading dads. Let me see what it was called.
2: It was all about the theater seats, keeping them coming and going and grinding.
4: Misbehaving husbands. And he kind of was like a Jack Benny husband type of character. And then I saw him in all American Coeds, where this uh, yes, girl's school. Friends. Well, he was like the administrator of a girl's college. He said, let's get those stupid frat boys to join our school. And then we can see how they're all idiots. And he, <laughs> he's talking, but he kind of looks like Ivan Stang, but a little bigger. Wait a second,
2: little... wait a second, wait a second. His solution is to hammer himself Uh huh. so he can dangle. Right. It's kind and- of a genius.
4: No, oh, well, <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's ha- He's hard at it.
4: Oh, wait. So check out you say. Well, what's going to happen to him? It's fucking amazing. All right. <laughs> I, I know you're ahead of me, but I I, I haven't I heard of it. I can't
2: him. believe that that's not real in the background there. Like,
4: well, they painted that factory for Frank- Franklin shoes. They had to. They did that. You know, there was a lot of trickery for the Harold Lloyd thing. It wasn't a real shot. There's no way. How could he even get the camera set up, let alone have this guy dangle like that? Oh, no! Right, but check it out. <laughs> Look at it. Uh, there's a dog all of a sudden. He's on the sled, Carl. He's just flipped right over. Yeah, I think this was
2: in a James Bond film, and it was uh-huh. also uh-huh. In... Oh,
4: Jackie Chan did this, too. He rolled down a yeah. hill. He, it was just him in his North Face jacket. And we
2: also Fantasy Island
4: once. Really? My yeah. fantasy is is to recreate the Buster <laughs> Keaton seed in Seven Chances. That was like a chase. But remember, those boulders fell on him, and that was yep. this last year. So he falls, and then boom, it creates a fence. But these are real stunts he did, right? I mean, he slid down, and it magically turned. See, there's some stray boulders around him.
2: <laughs> Private,
4: keep out. Oh, I didn't know this is a military base. Give my regards to private keep out. I'm going to keep saying that joke, Carl. All right. So this is where it gets crazy. So his dad's not concerned about the factory. He's going to the movies. Fuck it. So here it is. (laughs) This is where you would see this movie. It gets 4th wally really fast. Like, I love Carl. I'm a big fan of movies where the characters go see a movie, especially if they go to the exploitation house. See, there's a guy playing. And they're right there. It's the first checkpoint in Cleveland, Ohio john burden wealthy shoe man and so people would
2: want to hear that boom. Well, can you imagine
4: like suddenly the movie is in a movie theater and there's a guy playing it and you're like playing like him like this is kind of fourth wally, right this is like the final destination the 3d one where they go into a movie house in 3d and they get jabbed by they die in 3d in the movie house yes yeah
2: it's happy, hey, my, my old boy. <laughs> That's my boy. I taught him everything he knew was about walking. That's how I ended up
4: in this room. <laughs> That's how I a wheelchair. He wore me out. Look, he's he's representing me well, by wearing the competitors. In
2: California.
3: Through.
4: No, they're not. He I mean, can't wait. He,
2: he's
3: creeping. Hannah.
4: Okay. He he needs boundary issues. Boundary. Boundary. This is still filming, so this is weird. What this film does? So this is present day, Burnham, Massachusetts. They're watching this film reel, but all of a sudden, it's not. It cuts to him in real life, in real time, in <laughs> in Cleveland. <laughs> Look at this guy's face. So Jersey. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the fuck you do? Fucking Christ. <laughs> whoa you just kissed her yeah and it caught on camera hey that's my boy kissed her without her consent so this is a civil war song tramp 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 the boys are marching oh wait I have the lyrics (laughs) so this was uh, it was meant to sing when you were captured by the confederacy it was a union song uh, was, tramp, tramp, tramp. The boys are marching cheer of comrades. Today will come comrade. And, and beneath the starry flag. We shall breathe the air again of the free land of our beloved home. So that's, that's how it goes. So, and there was a Confederate version where they changed it. So it was like. Hey, Southern, brother!
2: Fuck the goddamn North. <laughs> right. Tramp, tramp on their heads.
4: So this movie takes another derailment, right? So somebody's been eating blueberries. So they pull out a gun to trace the, the guy who's eating. It's those damn runners are eating our fruit. <laughs> he's pregnant with fruit. Yeah, he's just happened to walk by <laughs> completely guilty, like a kid, right? Just completely caught. Yeah, <laughs> hey. How you doing? Nothing to see here. That guy, shh. The guy's looking. I got
2: him right here. Yeah. You guys are also looking?
4: Right. He's like, don't worry about it. The cop's in the back. <laughs> so, I'll hide uh, this blue
2: cheese on
4: my ass. Like, the insane. blue cheese? Hi. So he, like, took the blueberries, took his bread, and then chicken. Dude, he has an actual live chicken in his shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ. Maybe it's a puppet.
2: What was that?
4: It was a real chicken. He's going to knock it. Oh, they the bread. All right. So now no more of the race. We're going to take another detour. Tramp, tramp, so tramp, the boys. Oh, ma- ma- yes, walking. Right. Yeah, this is like 10 minutes later. He's on a chain gang where you have to carry your own uh, bowl of chain. Fury
2: and con- a- a convictioner. Conv- Don't ever
4: steal blueberries in this town. I'll tell you. They'll fuck you up. Is he going to escape?
2: So he's fake tramping? <laughs> he's fooling everybody?
4: Yeah, right. <laughs> well this is great like this is like chris elliott he's kind of like chris elliott right i mean like he's going to uh do as less work minimal work as possible on the chain gang but you know the later his later acting roles these comedies these crazy old stupid comedies they're great bad movies and his comedy style changes uh-huh. you know he, he's more like uh and the co-ed and all-american co-ed he's like vaudevillian on the stage or moving the hands and he's talking and he like he, he covers his hand with his mouth uh, and then in the other one, the uh, misleading husbands or whatever it's called, he's like Jack Benny. You know, he's kind of, he has a family, family served by, uh, there's a, a black butler and a black maid or whatever. They're serving him breakfast. And he said, oh, w- why didn't you wake me up? And the, the, the guy says, I did. I tried to wake you up until I was black in, in my face. And uh, Harry Langdon goes, black in his face. Huh. Huh. You hear that, Mary? Funny <laughs> joke black in the face so he was black in the face that was the joke but he's like a department store owner who gets uh, he's setting up a female mannequin in the bed and the whole town mis- misconstrues it so but he's like you know like he's kind of a hammy guy later he's like kind of not as dry as this you know he, he's wet he's wet I'm humor
3: tired.
4: yeah so he's just fucking around with the
3: police right but he's you not know, he, <laughs>
4: Yeah, that must have hurt. That must have been not a prop, right? Like, if for him don't to trip.
2: I It's probably pretty light.
4: But he trips. It doesn't fly with him when he, when he walks away. It might be a prop when he drops on the guy's foot. <clears throat> it's got
2: some weight to it, but, I mean, it's a movie.
4: Right, I know, but sometimes the, the stunt of it, it is a movie, and this movie is still going on. We won't see the race for a while.
2: So they're just walking.
4: Yeah, well, they got to break the quarry down. So he he doesn't want to do the heavy pickaxe thing, right? Look, he's getting down to dirty. He's got a little hammer. (laughs) He's sitting on a pebble. This rock's not going to break. So you know what? I'll just get a smaller rock. (laughs) Yeah, he looks at the hammer. Do you think that's a, that must be a prop hammer that hit him on the head? Yeah. I mean, the things we saw about
2: Buster Keaton were doing, and we're like, this is real. This is real. was all like his physical jumping and leaping and throwing wood and, do- you know, dodging wood. And this is different. I mean, he's getting hit on the head by a piece of metal. It's gotta be, it's Fake, a movie. Yeah. It's a movie.
4: But you know, this guy's like, "Yeah, that was pretty funny." You got fucked up. <laughs> yeah, right, pal. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, all right, pal. You're right, pal. Ah, oh, <sighs> it doesn't life suck. It happened a second time. All right. Yeah, like walking off. Drugged. Yeah, but he still. It must be from the sleeping pills from the first reel. Really. For real. <laughs> yeah, he's like this is the second time it's happened. Life
2: is The general blade. was
4: eight reels.
3: That's wow.
2: footage. He had to edit. He had rough footage of 200,000 miles.
4: See, in this movie he covers his hand like isn't it funny? I got hit in the head the second time so he uses his hand to cover. In the Bob Hope movie, he's like in the in the uh, department store where he's playing like Jack Benny. There's a scene where he's looking at models wearing clothing. And like, he looks at him and he covers his hand and goes, I don't like it. It's, it's, I've seen him do his hands thing three different times. Right? He got back at him. Right. And then what does he say? Hey, pal, that's just the way life goes in my right eye five. Hey. It's just idiot there. Life sucks, huh? I thought that was pretty funny. Like, this is the only time he stands up for himself, too. <laughs>
2: he hit him on the head with the fucking rock, <laughs> he
4: made it right out. Yeah, yeah this guy's like, yeah, I'm gonna take my ball and chain and go." So this is a crazy scene, right? This guy, like Tex Avery, he sees the the policemen like having playing cards, and he knows where the lockbox is, where they keep all the guns and the key. So while those guys are having playing cards or having a smoke or whatever yeah. they do in 1926, he's gonna unlock these. 19th century ball and chains these guys have in 1920. Right. Do they really have that in 1936, 1926?
2: I'm sure because like 1880s was just a little while ago. I, I'm right. not sure the answer, but uh, it doesn't come from, I can't see any civil war prisoners with those on their field. Right. I can't I see old timey photos of
4: I always said you had to do commit a crime for a chain gang, you know, not for stealing like a loaf of bread, like Les Miserables style.
2: <laughs> well, that was France in a different time. And Was it though, Carl?
4: No, it was. <laughs> All right, so he's got a gun. So what does our friend do? <laughs> he's such a dumb <laughs> man. Thank
2: you for this better hammer.
4: Yeah, thank you. Well, I, could, I could definitely break small rocks here. Now, I don't know if this is, like, real ammo in this movie or what. You know, these when they do special effects and stuff, There's, I don't know if, like... No,
2: they use blanks. Uh, we talked about, in the general, one of the injuries was uh, an AD got shot in the face. Wow. By a blank. Yeah.
4: No, it's just... So, they're going to line up, but you know what? They all unlock their uh, ball and chain. They all have guns in their pocket. Right. So but they was get, no, our dummy still has the ball of chain, and he already shot his gun. Riot. We're going to have a little police riot. This movie has everything, Carl. Police riot, uh, prison riot. This is me, like, should I leave?
2: So is he going to, yeah, like, he's he's so indecisive. Like, he starts to run, he turns around. He, it looks yeah. like he's going to maybe
4: help him. or you report it. So how is he, he now? These guys are shooting, really shooting. Now are they? He's gonna have to hop on there with the ball and chain.
2: Oh, okay. So he, so he made his decision. All
4: right.
2: Yeah. But you know. Look
4: at he I know it's crazy. He's fucked. Say so that's the next best thing. Train humor. It was really big in
3: 1926.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's like one
3: of those rock guitarists who are like
4: yeah like play the middle of a solo yeah yeah he's making that guitar face too scrunching it up oh so like, he went huh? to the yeah rock. 40 minutes 40 miles later
3: uh uh, uh who he
4: it finally stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just love this. Like this happened to be water right there. Oh, so he, I mean, this is Rival's Chaplin. Fuck him. Fuck Chaplin. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. It's yeah. So his shoes don't take. So, so my whole
2: th- no bottoms.
4: Right. That's right. So my whole theory of, uh, who is his dad's shoes he's wearing to walk cross country or if it's Burden's shoes, it doesn't matter because he wears them out by, by being stuck on a train.
2: Right. Now his chain is cut, but he won't know it, right? And right, no. Ball the ball. And then a the scene in which he's really distanced himself from it and he'll go, oh, darn, and run back and go. Wait,
4: it. He's about to go, but he's like, oh, I forgot. I got to carry this ball with me. And it's just so happy. So no one else survived the desert. Oh, no, they're not at the desert yet, I don't think. Get out of here, you. This is like a really macabre competition, too, because the other competitors are lost. They didn't make it to the desert or what have you. And they're just like, oh, well, that's just the fatal aspect of our competition. You know, people may die, I guess. Now, this is another crazy son. Why would this guy do this? <laughs> or at least I hopefully that was one take. Where'd you go? Well, welcome with his floppy fast feet. So meanwhile, his dad is hooked on the movies. Isn't that crazy? Like he gets to see the newsreel, the, the, the movie, tone. movie tone, movie tone news. Dateline, Utah Better checkpoint. See, there's the piano player. Shut up. Stop making yeah. cute noises. Yeah, yeah. Back
2: then they didn't have the technology to mute that guy.
4: You know, one version, uh, I was listening to like, uh, on YouTube, the piano, they mentioned France and they started playing like, all right. They made it like everyone else is dead. Oh, no, they got to cross the desert. This is it.
2: Well, yeah, that makes so much sense.
4: Look, his father doesn't even say for Betty Boop. (laughs) What about the merry melody, sir?
2: He hasn't gotten a Woody in
4: years. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he laid
2: around for Betty Boop?
4: Sand City. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. Sand City. So, you know, we think there's a race. There's a, I saw that had,
2: movie. There were different segments. There was uh, some of it was cartoon. Sin City,
4: right? Sin City, yeah. I was going to make a joke about that. I said, that's too obscure. Or it's too too much of a stress. Not that it's obscure. Screw <laughs> we refer. To that. We did something. Look, there's another shoe store there. Probably nice. Shoes.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's so, right. He
4: meets them outside his, his shoe stores across America.
2: She's excited to see her boy.
4: Like why did this? Are they supposed to show up exactly at one time? Oh, yeah, here he is. He did it, he made it through the desert. Everyone else is dead.
2: Oh, so we won't see the desert?
4: Yeah, I don't, you know, this is all must have been shot in California, especially if he's made like two other movies in that time span. Here's my favorite line of this movie ah, uh, the wolves. Yeah, but they don't call the police or anything, and they didn't have anyone monitoring them, so it's like
2: no. She she already got the letter. I love you, love you, whatever. So she was feeling bad. So everyone realized he that that pays for that crime.
4: But it's just like they don't get sued for like having a competition (laughs) where people die.
2: This is why those laws got invented.
4: Yeah, that's right. (laughs)
2: Like this, that's right. Illegal, my friend. You cannot put it in your soda.
4: Now, this movie studio, lot must have a, a giant wind machine in this movie. Uh-huh. All right, so, yeah. I did it. Don't worry about it.
2: But are there in Florida filming, right, one of your big pet peeves?
4: No, no, this is even worse. It's a guy code. Oh, Cyclone, sorry, the text. Look at that. That's special effects. It's
2: not a typhoon.
4: No, it's a, a uh, cyclone.
2: Because my um stepbrother, Ken, he's got a lot of money. He's the typhoon.
4: <laughs> Monopoly typhoon? <laughs> yes. I oh, look people are running. Look Don't at go to the shoe store. Okay. Yeah, this is crazy. They must have, like, how did they do this? They must have, like, six fans or something just blasting through a lot. I'm
2: here. Duh. Where is everybody? Duh. At last, the breeze.
4: Yeah, I know. It doesn't make sense. Oh, well, he was in the desert. That's why.
2: Yeah, I get it.
4: Uh, Christ like. Angelic, perhaps. And he looks good with the beard. I'm <laughs> going to find more movies by him, Carl. I hate to tell you.
2: Okay, he's it. great. He's hilarious. It's, yeah, but uh, I
4: want his talkies. I want him with the really bad comedies that he did. Okay. But yeah, no, he, we should do another one of his silence.
2: Whatever you want. Uh, yeah. So.
4: I haven't picked a movie yet.
2: Can't seem to walk across the. What What's no. decisive. Okay. You can't make it past the wind. Okay. I
4: get it. now. Yeah. He's trying to cross. But the wind machine's in the alleyway and we won't let him pass. Right. But again, they must have created some new laws about people walking to all these stunts they do are just nuts. <laughs> okay. Did he do it? No. 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 Go back to the corner. Look at just his like kid. outfit, man. I know.
2: Pattern from the desert. Oh, yeah, that'll that'll do it. That'll launch you, you dummy.
4: Got an umbrella. Uh, let's see. Yee. All right. <laughs> now, this is how, so he's a vaudevillian, right? And uh, now he walks into a barber set. Except he's such a minimal comic. He's the only guy here. Like there's no barber in the whole vaudevillian barber routine. But the the cyclone will change things.
3: The
2: cyclone will change things?
4: Yeah, like he'll the he'll play off the Cyclone. So instead of having like a barber on stage with him in this movie, it's this movie set in the wind.
2: <laughs> He's gonna be naked now. Yeah. So Cyclone was a great producer. Of course, he was one of the famous Jews, uh,
4: Cyclone.
3: Cyclone.
2: Um, he he had his own Cy. production company.
4: Cyanara productions. <laughs>
2: He thinks he heard someone outside. Yeah. Whoa, this is camera effects. No, it's, It's, I think
4: it has to be a studio.
2: So they're rocking it back and forth. Like it's a machine designed to do. Yeah.
4: There's a lot of stuff like that in this movie.
2: Yeah. Look how it's made to, it might even, I'm not kidding, be cardboard. Maybe. I don't know what they had back then. They didn't have
4: corrugated. But they had movie lots, you know, where they, yeah. they had sound stages. So they, they must be filming it while outside they have hydraulics going, you know, it's a different variety of, uh, like a, buff. <laughs> how crazy is that him hanging off the, uh, building.
2: You going to shut the door?
4: Yeah. They really have the fan. There's, there's no acting needing needed in this role. I, you know. They're not like, "Hey, Cargus, you Dylan. pretend you pretend to push the door."
2: No, he goes, "Hello,
4: friend." Yeah, but look at this—he he doesn't recognize him. It's just some guy in a dress, right? Oh, where those
2: floppy shoes?
4: Yeah. The
2: the 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 town shot of the cyclone. What do you think that is? It's not stock footage. They did it.
4: They could have hand drawn it. There wasn't much information on, you know, like about the production. I would have to find like an actual book. Carl, I have to tell you, like all my f- film reference books, like my Video Hound and my Leonard Moulton, which would list list this, I, w- I didn't bring when I moved. So uh-huh. I, I didn't have any physical references. I just have my like cult movie books. So right. and even then I couldn't, couldn't really find. I,
2: so. I was really looking for your best guess. You know, how they do
4: yeah.
2: the effects. I think you've nailed it about, I don't know, it's hydraulics. It's probably just pushing it, you know. It's like
4: a fun house. Like, they must be on a stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, we just got blown in there. Is that We're great?
2: mad at the fans. You think that's unfair to them?
4: It's, do you think that hurt being, like, pushed on your butt, like, dragged yeah. in the butt like that?
2: Yes, yes. But I think he's, uh, you know,
4: 33.
2: I think he can handle
4: it. Yeah, he can handle it. And I think in 1926, increase, increase. It was like operator or something. Wow! I know it's no, no expense spared.
2: Like Indiana Jones survived. Yeah, he nuked the fridge,
4: breath. but this time he, uh, he telephoned the, he, uh, he win the the wind, the booth. He hung
2: up the phone.
4: <laughs> well, that's it. It's done. He survived it. No, there's still more
2: wow it's like a sometimes it looks like a train set and they the film a little bit and with all the wind you believe it I'm suspending disbelief
4: you think maybe the US government blew, like dropped another bomb and gave them the footage yeah it's a lot of effects for a movie yeah walking movie if he was just walking i would have been satisfied but this they is pretty spent cool. their
2: money on this this is forrest gump somebody better
3: come and get their building
4: <laughs> we're almost wrapping up believe it or not he's gonna he's gonna <clears throat> save the day by saving this building this is this is like my favorite scenes <laughs> and then boom like two shots just like he doesn't you don't
3: even see him go up the stairs I got you know I'll come right up next scene